Welcome to What About Rob, everybody. Uh, I'm here with Wolfgang Hunter, hey. my co-host, and uh, JP McDade is here with us. Uh, Astoria, Pleasure. The, the golden boy of Astoria, I call him. That's right. I require people to call me that. Yeah. Mm. How you doing, JP? What's up? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. That's cool. You know Wolfgang? Have you guys, you guys? Yeah, we've we've crossed paths a little bit. We saw yeah. saw you at roast battle not yeah. long ago. Oh yeah, a couple weeks ago. You know, that's the best place to see anyone for yeah. stand up. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you see people at their absolute best. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's such real a show. It's always great when there's it. an inherent uh, power dynamic between comics. One's like a judge, <laughs> and one is like on stage. Yeah, it's a great way to meet new comics. Mm-hmm. Um. It is funny too because like how they've been doing it lately, I feel like it's it's more equal like who judges and who's roasting. Like it's not a huge jump, uh, but but sometimes people like don't, who aren't as familiar with the scene who are roasting will like oh, come yeah. up to me when I'm judging and be like, "Thank you so much, sir." <laughs> like, it's you know, so like, like, just being in the position, what? just respecting the office of judge. Yeah, literally, yeah, exactly. Your Honor, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that roast battles, but like, Your Honor, I think address him I, as I, Your I, Honor. May I, may I approach the bench? I'll allow it. <laughs> just pull out. It's like, see, I have here a gun, and I need three hundred dollars from the winning the tournament. So yeah. if you could, you should be called like me, yeah, a girl judge is, would be called like Madam. <laughs> like yeah. her name is like, Mom. Everyone, Madam. Adam Fisher is here to uh yeah. that's kind of better though having people who actually battle be judges because like it'll yeah. be your turn mm-hmm. before long like you can't be mm-hmm. too high and mighty you got you know and they're just they just have more empathy for the people up there you know because a lot yeah. of times you know I've I've, I've roast battled a lot and especially in LA there's a lot of famous comics who are like so you're like a, well, why even try it why even try to do it like they just go yeah. in way too hard even if the person did well, well it's funny because then like afterwards it'll be like Derek Humphries being like hey you know when I was calling you a fag I know, I know. <laughs> just kidding it's like yeah no hey you know when I said you die of heart disease in two days I'm just kidding around I was man. projecting <laughs> my therapist says I do that a lot <laughs> so just like, that's what? awesome the judges in LA being like this is this is lame that you guys do this the way to get yeah. ahead in comedy is just kiss the right person's ass at the comedy store and do blow yeah. with them right this exactly. isn't the right looking way. at you jeff ross does this guy even <laughs> snake his friends yeah. yeah you have to pretend tony hinchcliffe is really funny if you want to make it in this town <laughs> well, i'm an arena act God, now god damn robbie tony catches strays yeah yeah i'm going full <laughs> come cat on, williams come on robbie we're gonna, have to t- we're gonna have to take the alcohol away from you jb hold on to robbie's alcohol <laughs> this is a great had one sip I've only had one, one sip. That's sip less, less than, than you. you. <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah. That's less than I, early on. I like to imagine the perfect actors for the perfect roles. That's all. He <laughs> no, talks. Roth, Roth battle catch a thrave. Come on. <laughs> now, Derek Humphrey, he, he ain't got two years left with that heart. Come on. Don't Tony's feel it, a good guy. He's put a lot of people up. <laughs> what a beautiful, sacred text. All I'm saying is that Joe Rogan's is. pushed out six comedians, it. and they ain't ever been funny. <laughs> it's one. It really got big in the zeitgeist. Like I've had like... like People who don't pay, who don't care attention, who don't care about comedy or pay attention, like ask me about it. All I'm saying is James Pontillo's pushed out six girl comics and he ain't hit a one. <laughs> he ain't hit one of them. <laughs> That's all. Oh, oh, oh. oh, come on now, James puts you up and does you do the check spot, cat. He lets you judge. That rocks. Uh, that rocks. Seeing people realize, like people who don't follow comedy closely, realize yeah. like cat is actually like. One of the greats. The greats yeah, like people have been asking me for like for years. Be like, who do you think is like <laughs> the greatest comic of all time? And like more than once, I've been like, Cat Williams is probably the greatest. And they're like, really? Yeah. Like, no, for real. He's the, a lunatic genius. The Cat Williams revisionism had been Come kind on, of bubbling Cat. over. I feel like for the last like five or so years, because he was like kind of a disgraced comedian because yeah. he like 
spiral out of control. He, he fought a guy at the comedy store one time. <laughs> he did some wacky <laughs> shit on TMZ. Yeah, he did. <laughs> That's for shut, sure. Yeah. Can, can, why are you being mean to James Pontillo? Because he shit on Dan Wicks. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Dan Wicks is the goat, motherfucker. <laughs> Who shakes like Dan Wicks? Not you, not nobody. Dan Wicks has 1,200 roast battles out there. They're on Netflix and Tubi. <laughs> you tell me if you see James Pontillo and Dan Wicks back to back, you're not taking Dan Wicks' side. <laughs> James Pontillo stole being autistic from <laughs> every comic on roast battle. <laughs> when you're not see, that's what they do. Hollywood puts you on a train. <laughs> they make you obsessed with trains and then you put you on one. They give you the autism vaccine. Not me. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been bubbling over that I feel like that interview weirdly made everyone be like, yeah, he's the GOAT. He has the, he's like one of the best. He is. People, this is the year of real talk, Robbie. Mm-hmm. So you don't hang out with black people like I do. Yeah. You know, the ones that you know I have mm-hmm. to work with and they are forced to listen to me when we you know, are working at the bar. But it's the year of real talk. <laughs> it's the year of truths. Yeah, that's true. This and has been a big. This has been a big week for Black people spilling yeah. the tea on podcasts. For truth, Draymond came back Epiphanies. in podcast form today, yeah. and he was like, "Yeah, I cried," and everyone, and yeah, he's dude, he spilled. It was like it's like a soap opera. I mean, it's powerful. It's the same. He basically did what Dalia did, which is he like went radio silent, and then came back in podcast form. I was like, it's hell just, yeah! It's funny to imagine John, uh, like Robbie's just confusing the Jonathan Majors interview with Draymond. Yeah, coming yeah. Back. <laughs> yeah, he started talking about the I'm not watching expanded the, universe. I'm watching the Cat Williams interview like that. Draymond Green is crazy. I didn't know he knew all these comedians. Did you? Watch no, Draymond Green was the host of that show that Cat, Cat Williams was on. Just <laughs> he punched Cat Williams up. in the middle of it. Yeah. Oh man. Did you watch the whole interview, JP? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I either watched it or listened to all what, of it. What, a, what are the highlights? Like, what did he say? What did he talk so about? Much. Oh man, so much. It's like a two. It's overwhelming. Hour. It's going to be have to have to be studied like the Bible. <laughs> I feel yeah. like this is the Iliad of yeah. podcast interview of black podcast. You're going to be able to get a minor in this in four yeah, years. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but we, um, we, he said he blew the lid off like Cedric stealing a joke from him, and I didn't believe it at first. But then someone posted a thing recently, like Cedric put out a special a couple years ago that I really liked. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. And then, like, there's the one bit in there, the bominicious mm-hmm. joke about, like, a guy whose name is supposedly bominicious, but it turns out he's saying, buy my initials. And that exact joke was in a sitcom in, like, 1987. Whoa. And someone, like, put a side-by-side video. It's like, goddamn. Wow. Cedric stole a joke. And that's, like, a devious thing to steal from. Like, oh, I know no yeah, one Yeah, because that's not, like, check. a thing you can chalk up to parallel thought because you have to have, like, a ra- like a rare major retard moment in your brain to, like, <laughs> fuck up a word. I will say like, this. Yeah. I think black people operate on a different level than us on rhyming. You know what I mean? They just pick up on rhyming a little bit better. Really? Go on. <laughs> they love it. You know, it's like like Eric Adams is a great example. The mayor of New York City. No, no mayor has rhymed That's more than Shannon, Eric Adams. Shannon Sharp, actually. Oh, Shannon okay. Sharp is the mayor of New York City. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, but Eric Adams was like, I was disrespected and I was rejected and now I'm elected. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. They, yeah. Just, they just, you know, it, it just comes more naturally to pick up on rhymes. Rob, Robbie's like, yeah, black people are always just hip hopping around. around. Always just bebopping and scatting. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I stand by that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna be defensive because uh, <laughs> no, we love black people on this show. Shout out to black Rob, people. Have, I thought have, by wearing this outcast shirt, I'd be allowed to be racist on a podcast. Um, that's Jimi Hendrix, dude. God damn it! No, this is this is uh, Shannon Sharp and Cat Williams. Yeah, that's D.L. Hughley and Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. So wait, what else did he talk about? So he, so he just so he accused people of stealing jokes. Did he, he he accused people of being gay or something too? Mm. Uh, no, he. Uh, it, the thing was, he insinuated that Hollywood awards you with a weird light-skinned wife that's probably... He made a, a very specific claim 
But it was about, then. Substa- have you seen the screenshot? Yeah, I've seen the yeah. screenshot. <laughs> it's like, wow. He said it was about seven people, and it's they came up with pictures of seven, seven people. people. It was like cat bot It receipts. was like close enough. A lot of these guys have very attractive wives, but it was like, oh goddamn, that lines up pretty closely with what he said. Yeah. That's funny. He hinted at like a, a pedophile cabal of sorts, a consortium. Consortium he, was the word he consortium used. Consortium is yeah. popular these days. And uh, he also he said he said something about Chris Tucker. That was like maybe not suggesting he was gay, but he talked about how Michael Jackson gave him a nickname. He called him Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> like a man ever give you a little nickname like that? <laughs> <laughs> little nickname is an amazing. He called him Christmas. There's a part yeah, that's my favorite Sandler like, movie. He's little like, nickname. He's like making like comparisons between sports and like comedy he's like and when i go into that room i get on the line and i put my toes down i say come on boy boy he's just <laughs> when like, you get on that line boy boy it's awesome <laughs> he's just staring down shannon sharp just, <laughs> who's wearing like a nude fucking like hoodie that's like, yeah. way too tight for him shannon sharp who posts videos of him benching like 200 pound yeah. dumbbells <laughs> on an incline it was it was black freak the mighty like it was just like a, a very like dim-witted like very strong man and that, like, that like, reference missed me a little bit but oh, all right Read to read that in elementary school. I don't think it's so. Black Tommy boy. Um, yeah, I big see. guy, little guy. They go Freak. on. A, they went on a road trip right after that podcast ended. Yeah, they did. Freak my, the mighty's like. Cat, you gotta stop talking like and that. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you throw that lob to the uh, damn, I handed him the tea <laughs> to tee himself stop up. Stop spilling the tea, cat. It's really serving right now. <laughs> Let the boy expose the joke. Let the boy <laughs> serve, cunt. <laughs> There wow! Yeah, that was a mo- the right. synergistic I moment. Think we, yeah, we have to bump the Hurley cat. Yeah. All right, and now the cord's broken. <laughs> yeah. Scott's like, don't. don't we do lost that. the audio. Right. The audio yeah. is gone. It's somehow, now somehow butter. That, <laughs> somehow the video is gone now because you guys yeah. did that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he was calling out everybody. Um, he every someone I spoke to recently had an interesting theory that he's telling the truth most of the time, but anytime he mentions a number, he's lying. Yeah, he, he doesn't know how to do numbers. He has math dyslexia. Maybe not great with numbers. He said he runs a four three forty now. He said he read three thousand. He showed the receipts though. Do you see that? That was massaged, but <laughs> yeah. massaged. he's fast. He's he fast. was fast. He's, he's a, quick. He's I don't a fast know if that was crack yeah. enabled. We were talking about that, speculating if there's performance. Oh yeah, stimulus. Could be. Yeah, that does. But three thousand books a year is like it just defies the laws of space and time. <laughs> yeah, he would have not. Like he's had a very interesting life. He would not have been able to have a life like that if he spent that much time in the library. Yeah, it's just the me- it doesn't check out. No, maybe he was just not on crack and just flipping he through the pages. He also said Def very, Jam very was fast. recorded mm-hmm. in 2018 and like then. Yeah, he misspoke about a couple of dates, dates. and then he went back and like the, his producer corrected him or whatever. He was off by like. Th- almost like 20 years yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers it's the are margin not. of error, motherfucker. He's not a stand-up mathematician. No. I'm marginalized, hmm. Shannon. <laughs> why do you think he did that? Like, what was, like why did he... Did, somebody, to sell out his next three tours? Yes. Yeah. Probably. Everyone is talking about him. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if it's that's the reason. I think it's that apparently it was that Ricky Smiley came on the thing. And, and, and Steve Harvey. Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey was on not long ago and Steve yeah. Harvey was like talking about the Kings of Comedy and like why this person did that and whatever and then like cat was like i need to set the record straight cat fires back yeah uh that's funny god damn dude so steve harvey steve harvey was like the archduke franz ferdinand getting killed and then cat started world war three on the in the cat was the prussians or whatever yeah what yeah what however however that world went war in there went. dug some trenches yeah well now joe coy's in the hot seat well i'll postulate hmm. you this World War One bankrupted Europe, but how come none of the banks went bankrupt? The franc wasn't worth nothing, but every Jewish-owned bank still had a 
hefty profit margin. <laughs> no, no, cat. Don't go there. <laughs> Don't go there, cat. I'm kicked out of our school. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Cat, just having a con, yay. <laughs> um, but yeah, Joe Coy, he, uh, I think once he sold out his writers, everyone Tough like, look. We have now we have free reign to take the bomb. Uh, yeah. And also of uh, 10 days to get ready for an award show. Yeah. Is very feasible. Very very <laughs> Yeah. Very actually yeah. it's great cuz you can just do the most topical Right. Yeah, write it all 2 days before. <laughs> yeah, for all, for us who like cram our roast battles every time we do them at this point. Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude. The funniest thing to imagine is that he had the throwing the writers under the bus thing planned. It's like, all right, I'm gonna bomb here. And yeah. Then it's like a beautiful deconstructed right. art piece. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh, I got my recovery locked and loaded. Yeah, man. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's a tough look, and I don't think I've seen a bomb like that. Yeah. In like you know, even in a like, it never goes well at the awards show. I'll, Devil's advocate. Those are tough rooms. Yeah, like award shows like that, especially where people are sitting at tables. It's Botoxed out people that are just coked up, and they're all sure. having their own drama. Like, the biggest thing to come out of the Golden Globes was just that, like, fucking Selena Gomez wasn't allowed to take a picture with Timothy Chalamet. Sure, yeah. yeah. I did see, like, a tweet that was like, how dare Joe Coy make fun of Taylor Swift and Greta Gerwig the year that she had the biggest tour and, and Greta Gerwig is the biggest movie. It's like, because they were nominated for those exact things. It's like, that's when you make fun of it, right? That's exactly who you're supposed to make fun of, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, was, anyway... But it got like forty thousand likes. I'm like, is everyone just like, does did everyone just forget how things work, how how anything works ever? You know. Um, but yeah, uh, Joe Coy. Oh, so I feel like at th- at the Golden Globes here, would, my strategy would be I would just make fun of the TV shows because for some reason we make fun of like prestige film. Everyone like their buttholes clench. So like, but these movies are so important. You can make fun of my like strategy would be Yellowstone. Go there and then just introduce myself and be like, "All right, everybody, get the fuck down." <laughs> Which one of you was a pedophile? I didn't. I couldn't read the list. It was too long. I didn't have enough time. Yeah, I'm. I'm being serious. Well, right if, you, now. if you watch the, yeah, I mean, I just if you watch any award show since honestly in my lifetime, I feel like they just never go well. Like those monologues, even the Ricky Gervais ones, like. Sometimes they crush, but it's rare. I think if, if they're in a setup like that, like the Golden Globes, where people are eating and drinking, mm-hmm. people it's tough. Like people are literally facing away from you. Right. It's tough. Like I've, I've read for a couple of award shows, and like if it's set up like that, it's just the, the producers knew going in. They're like, hey, this is going to be a tough comedy. Role. Really? Yeah. What so award shows did you write for? I wrote for the 2019 Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year Awards. It nice. wasn't on TV or anything. They just they just set it up like it was going to be because it normally was. But then yeah, right. that wasn't. And then uh, I wrote for another unerring award yeah. show. It was like, uh, not an award show. It was like the Humane Society yeah. benefit mm-hmm. Ooh, this that, year. That one sounds tough. Oh, uh, dream audience, right? Just Real, yeah, <laughs> just a bunch of Upper West Side <laughs> billionaires. Animal people. <laughs> you ever think it's because they're, they're like looking through your credits like J.P. McDade has also been and appeared on the com- what come what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sports Illustrated sounds like it would be a little more fun because at least everyone knows it's you're kind of yeah. you can do roasting like these apps. Well, I got I got to write for Shaq for that one. That was cool. Oh, He's that's just awesome. like oh, that's a so super cool. funny person. So How do you like deliver yeah. everything crushed, crushed. Yeah, he was he he was awesome. I heard but, the same uh, thing about Martha Stewart for when she did the. Race. Go see, I, yeah. she, Martha Stewart's pretty game. I think yeah. she's she wants to win. She's a winner. Yeah, yeah. You're She's right. Polish. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but no, she crushes. But like, yeah, it's just tough. Like uh, in those setups, people they're not comedy audiences. Right. They're there to win an award. They're not there to see a comedy show. Yeah. yeah. 
It's almost like, who came up with the format for award shows? Just like, all right, the comedian goes up there, cold ten minutes. Yeah, it's it's always like nobody's really having that good of a time. Then it cuts to Brendan Fraser having the best time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Brendan like, Fraser's usually crying. Yeah, uh, but see. When Jack Nicholson got dementia, Hollywood went down the tubes, I think. Because he used to be mm. there always just laughing at everything, getting drunk, be like, Billy Crystal, you got me again. You know what I mean? Like he, he that That's when award shows were great. That's awesome that you just randomly thought of Jack Nicholson in that moment and then just happened to have that impression. <laughs> JP, it's more so pocket, that I, right? have, go. I have so many voices that I can apply them in almost any situation that I dream <laughs> of. JP, I'm afraid I'm going to have to side with Robbie. Sorry, that's sorry, my bad. I can't my bad. know how the sausage is Please, made. Please uh, do Jack Nicholson at the DMV. <laughs> Oh, there's a lot of black people in here. Why do I have to talk oh. to a black woman? I got a gun, but I'm pretty sure everybody in here also has a gun. <laughs> you ever dance with the devil in the uh, out headlight? To- Tommy Bear, uh, his dad, uh, he used to tell me this, Tommy, like, well, that his dad used to be a caddy out in L.A. when caddy for Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like, cat, cat like, you'd fucking hit it into the sand trap and uh-huh. he'd just pick up the ball and be like well it looks like that landed in the green and he'd just like walk <laughs> it over there and he was like completely just playing by himself My another, another <laughs> hole in one for old Jack <laughs> right like everybody another winner so he's doing the shining yeah he's doing the shine or he's just imagining like bar like when he imagines the ghost bartenders he's just like caddy being like another hole in one mr nicholson yeah. thanks there johnny i guess i did it again yeah he literally is talking like, about how he missed the puck just one pound extra pressure <laughs> aaron they would have gone in has that all, story of him being like all five irons and no play makes jack miss my <laughs> uh miss pa- uh, you'll get par. it there you go <laughs> one over par i don't know yeah. I didn't quite get it. But <laughs> it's okay. I haven't played golf in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Eckhart had a story. Yeah, thank you. Well, you're <laughs> such a good active listener. We could probably learn a thing or two about that if mm. we're going to have guests on these things. Uh, but yeah, he was like talking, like he did a movie with Nicholson. He was just like, Mr. Nicholson, I love your movies. Like, hey, hold it, kid. I don't make movies. I make classics. It's Coke in both nostrils. You ever see Hoffa? 10 out of 10. Uh, yeah, I've, I see. He was he's always a good time at Hollywood. Hollywood used to be more fun, I think. Like people just uh, Hollywood in general, you know. It was it was it was a. Uh, I think now it just seems kind of like I don't know. It just doesn't seem like anyone's having a good time. Is it anymore. more demonic now, or was it more demonic then? It was more hedonistic then. I think it's more demonic now. Hmm. Does yeah, that make sense? I was just reading. I've, I just started this book about uh, like Easy Riders, Raging Bulls. Great, great. Book. Yeah, it's about like that whole era of like new generation directors mm-hmm. who came up in like seventies, whatever. Coppola yeah. and all the uh, yeah, yeah, they're new- all fucking monsters. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. people, people were afraid of Dennis Hopper. Yes, like he was yeah. chaotic, just ruining movies. He's sets. a literal Every crazy he was person. On, yeah. Just violently attacking people. It's like, well, what are we going to do? We can't get some other actor but who's as good as Dennis Hopper. He's basically movie. playing himself in Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Like, yeah. He just comes out of nowhere. He's like, come on, man. They're going to chop off your head, man. Yeah. just had He had the perfect amount of cocaine paranoia for that. Yeah. Yeah. So Dennis actually wasn't even on the film Speed. He just sort of started putting explosives around LA. Yeah. yeah. And we just started filming everything. It was a jackass prank, really. Yeah. Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah what's up? You're watching Jackass. We're doing <laughs> Speed on a bus. <laughs> I'm Dennis Hopper. Welcome to Jackass. This is called committing terrorism. Steven starts vomiting. Yeah. All right, Dennis. Uh, and now we're doing a bit where we father a daughter seven years before we die. 
He did like he a, do that? He has like a 21 year old daughter. Oh, oh my god! Shout out to her. Oh my yeah. god! I, and it's funny he was a Hollywood conservative on yeah. top of all of that. Like yeah. he's just out there like sucking and fucking and doing drugs. He just wanted to have guns to point at his own head. <laughs> like that's why he was conservative. He's a single issue voter. I want to yeah. be able to buy a gun to kill myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's great. having a gun in every movie that was his easy writer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was in his right. Yeah, that was in his easy writer. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Thanks. We did it. Do you think Shaq would like that joke? If we nope. were if we were girls, somebody would have given us a million dollars. So wait, what that. was it like to pitch to like did you like meet him and like work with him at yeah, all? Yeah, I, I met him like during the show. Like we were backstage mm-hmm. hanging out. That was mm-hmm. pretty cool. But like before the show I had to like submit the jokes to his people. And there was one joke uh, about Kobe that he cut. Really? This was when Kobe was still alive, though, right. not a monster. But mm-hmm. uh he he did not want to do that one. Ari Shafir. It was pretty light. Yeah. yeah. But um, he had respect for Kobe. That's good because yeah. I was, I was mentality. Because they were they like maybe he feared the wrath of Rappaport. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, they. Must, I mean, Shaq and Kobe have a very interesting relationship because he seems to seems to still like have so much respect for him and stuff. But they like they really did not like each other when they were playing together. Sure. So that's kind of funny. To but like. he's he's what I learned about Shaq is like he's he's a very good famous person. Mm-hmm. He's incredibly good at being famous because yeah. like you can't help even if, if even if he wasn't famous, he would just be that guy walking around. People right. be like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. But he uh, he handles people really well. Yeah. Right, because he's been f- extremely famous for a very long time. He knows the general. He that's knows crazy. The general. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he has been like insanely famous for a very long time, like since like ninety two. That's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of funny. He's known as like a Hollywood nice guy too, because he's he also got like I was just watching a video of all of his beefs, and he mm-hmm. had so many fucking beefs, like more than almost anybody. And so it's funny that like a guy who now has a reputation for being so nice, like gotten fights with fucking everybody yeah. during his career. Chris Dudley, yeah, um, yeah. a book, <laughs> Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, <laughs> look at your book. I don't like your game. I don't like the way you plan. I don't like the look the way you look at me. Yeah. Why are the grapes so wrathful? Grapes my favorite flavor. <laughs> I thought the book would be grape flavored, and it was not. I was reading Easy Rider, Raging Bulls. There was no bulls in there. Charles Barkley. Scotty Pippen wasn't in that book. Scotty Pippen was not in that book. There was no bulls. <laughs> Barkley was out there trying to catch a rebound. Should have been catching them books. I was really hoping that it <laughs> <laughs> me and Bolt, me and Bolt outlaw that down. Easy Rider, Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Tony uh, Kukoc wasn't in the book. I didn't see Steve Kerr in that book. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see Dennis Robin in that book. How you going this Steve, is false advertising, Charles Barkley. Steve, how you going to name your son Nicholas and call him Nick? You know oh, what come your last on. Name is. Come on, Shaq. You should have known that was about movies, Shaq. You, du- you dumb motherfucker, Shaq. <laughs> the hell is up with you? Something wrong with you. I watched the movie Color Purple and ain't nobody wearing purple in that <laughs> Really fucked with me. That was I was a very misleading time. I was watching Catcher in the Rye, and nobody caught anything in that. Shaq thought Grimace was going to be in the movie. Come on, man. It's terrible. <laughs> Ernie's like, well, I think both of you guys have Whoa, points about this one. I think both of you guys. Moving on. Moving uh, on. I, uh, like, I like how your Charles Barkley is teetering <laughs> towards Meatwad. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Come on, Shaq. Oh, I think you'll be playing with the motherfucker. It's halftime, man. Ernie goes, well, I think we all agree that we love the Bible. All right, moving on. I don't even know. I'm just I'm saying, them bitches in San Antonio are like, they got pussies hanging down the road. Ernie, I'm sure you can't, let Sha- you can't let Charles get away with stuff like that, man. Take a bitch out of San Antonio, she can go bungee jumping with that pussy. Stretch her out to the river, bring you back up. That's a last of- Oh, heavens. <laughs> Man, now I wish Shaq could meet Meatwad. 
That'd be pr- that would be fun, huh? Shock saying he a financial genius, man. What he do to fucking predict stocks? He just rub his head, look for an answer. Rub the fucking magic eight ball on Wait, his head. Wait, is Meatwad also Cat Williams? <laughs> Why is yeah. he talking like Cat Williams? It's the circle of life. <laughs> it's the circle of life. <laughs> See, I, I I listened to a podcast in my young teenage years, and it sort of ruined my brain, unfortunately. Oh I'm yeah, Mark Mark Maron. Yeah, Mark Maron. Yeah. His, I just don't know how to say NPR. Yeah, yeah, NPR. Right. A lot of yeah. NPR yeah. podcast fucked him up. Right. Yeah. yeah. Car talk. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Pussy radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was try- I was trying to do the math on the beep. I was yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just gonna let it go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now say it as Cat Williams <laughs> without the beep. Yeah. I gotta watch NPR, my. What is that called? <laughs> yeah. That's all the time we have for JP. <laughs> We're gonna go workshop what NPR stands for. Yeah. <laughs> Just, what is the bleep? Just doing math equations on the bullshit. Just, yeah, John Nashing it. <laughs> yeah. I got windows. a new pussy radio. It's a bunch of pussies on there. <laughs> <laughs> got to watch your impressions. Yeah. Because Aries Spears might comment on your fucking shit. Oh, I, I, my cat uh, is not did good. Did you catch one? <laughs> yeah, catch I, straight oh, really? I, I posted a, a video from me doing um, Sebastian Maniscalco at uh, oh, Sticker Tree. That's a great one, yeah. Thank you. It's, uh, like this past Halloween, I posted it. it and this is from like four years ago. Thank you. I'll earn it. Um, he and then like it started getting a little bit of traction like a couple thousand likes which is good for me whatever yeah. and then he just comments on it out of nowhere i wake up at like 7 30 in the morning i'm in florida and i see my phone there's this long comment from Ari spears like, what man i like, invented impressions yeah but no, no he was like why do people think this is good like that wow. was like the gist of the what comment the it was like but that's his whole bag yeah he's, he's, he's been doing my... the same hour for 15 years and then so i replied like um i said uh all your impressions sound like Jabba the Hutt now. Pipe down. What? <laughs> All your impressions sound response. like Jabba the Hutt now. God damn, JP McDay. You ain't got to do every like that. Spears catching strength. Come on now. We gonna How dare he comment on my video? We're going to have to take the white claw away from you. You ain't even open yet. <laughs> that video was from five years ago, motherfucker. I don't even care about it anymore. I ain't even open my white claw. But you want to catch a stray, you'll catch a stray, motherfucker. That is my internal monologue. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So, wait, so, wait, so did you did he respond? Know what the bleep was. He responded again and he was like, oh, I was just trying to give, he was like taking the high road. He's like, I was trying to just give some advice. To young blood. He's like, yeah. he's like don't be emotional well, or something like, like that. Don't he's be like emotional. Most I, trolls. Only, yeah. I only typed out a paragraph like a fucking girl. <laughs> like a girl. Yeah, yeah you know, brothers. Brothers don't type paragraphs. Brothers speak in sentences and they don't put punctuation on the end of it. Paragraph, that's a girl move. What are you going through a breakup? Stop texting another Brothers man like are that. more like gifts and emojis, motherfuckers. Uh, Was there any follow up uh, besides? Sorry to I don't think up, so. But, no, uh, none, none from my end. You should ask him for. Do you need an opener? Just, just, know that you, <laughs> <laughs> just know that your impressions that you post online are open to critique. Yeah. I mean, because we're all trying really hard to you, do them. Were you oh, trying yeah. to break into the black comedy sphere before? Oh that? yeah, no, that just shut me right down. Mm. Well, I've heard that he's Sorry a difficult guy. Mm. Actually, I don't know. I don't know him either way, but it's weird. <laughs> it was just a weird comment. It is. Weird. It's weird to do that to another comedian. You seem to know it's a like lot a, about his impression. Yeah. A comment who has comment. nothing. Aries clearly. But, he, he, this just shows me he has no friends to DM it to and shit yeah. pocket. <laughs> yeah, just doing that Shaq impression. Remind. He had a good Shaq impression back on Mad TV. Mm. I'll give him that. Yeah, no, I mean, his his hour is great. It's just that he never did a different hour. It's still the same hour from, like, the 90s that he was running. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it plays, it stays. Yeah, but that that's kind of so thing. stupid. I have a clip. But it doesn't bother anybody. The people still come out, buy tickets, love it. That's what someone said it. about Jerry Seinfeld recently. It was, like, not recently, but a couple of years ago. It was, like, he, they saw his act, and they're, like, let's just say he told us for the last time again. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I, 
I saw he was the first comedy show I ever saw. Uh, my dad took me, and then I went to go see him again with my mo- my mom took me like like 2019 I think. And he did some jokes from this first time I saw. Yeah, it's tough. Your mom's going to be like, no way he's going to do the same jokes. <laughs> yeah, well, mom didn't see the first show. So she had a, both, my mom and dad both individually had great times. Yeah. I had a good time too, but I was like, I can't believe you're still using that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. When I like was uh, like 16 and starting, I went and saw Jerry Seinfeld. And like I hated it so much that I like got <laughs> into black comedy because yeah. of watching it. Yeah. What's the opposite <laughs> of this? What is ever the opposite of this is? I'm going to go watch that. And best decision of my life, but... I want to see Seinfeld do Def Jam comedy now, though. Did Sebastian ever see your impression of him? I think so. Yeah. By this point. JP, why are you doing that yeah. to me? Don't you know? Very good. That I like to, Very good, Robbie. I like to do, <laughs> I do impressions, too. Here's my impression of my father. What are you doing? You're not going to clap back with yours? <laughs> Shout out, Sebastian. Come on, stand up. I've got to retire. Yeah, do Sebastian. Yeah, yeah. Do a little Come Sebastian on, for him. Come on. I tried to, war- mm. I tried to loop it up for you. To- like we rehearsed. That was my assist. <laughs> that was an assist. I won't even take the gun out for this. <laughs> that was Kobe passing a shack so he could dunk. Yeah. What are the other... Do, you, do they still do that show for the fucking Halloween They haven't thing? done it in a long time. It's been probably like damn. five years since they were going to do it. The pandemic, they just stopped doing it after that. Yeah. Wow, um, do it again. That was always a good time. Which I what are other it. ones? I know you did um, Jeselnik. Did you do any yeah. besides that? The Jeselnik. I did Brian Regan. We yeah. did that at Sebastian. The CISO tape. Yeah, together. we did that at the CISO yeah, tape. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, yes, yeah, Bernie Mac Sanders. Bernie Mac Sanders. Yeah. That was a fun <laughs> I saw that. That was great. Awesome. Way yeah. to do Bernie Mac without appearing racist. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. A little mixing back and forth between Bernie Mac and Bernie Sanders. Oh, so you do the Bernie voice, but don't. Yeah, that was high. Say you, that was high level shit. impersonating. Do yeah. both. Do both. I was doing like switching back at like him doing the Def Jam set. I'm scared of you, motherfuckers. I'm scared. I'm scared uh, of affordable health yeah, care. Exactly. Yeah. And I love sex. Love it by the pound. <laughs> I can't do shit no more. One percent. One percent of the yeah. pussy is going to. I'm hung low. I'm heavy structured. <laughs> Yeah. I pull my shit out this whole room get dog I thought that was Bernie Mac on the college dropout the Kanye album for a very long time uh, but it's not Bernie Mac what about uh, Mark, Shannon Mark, Sharp. Mark Norman right? Finkelstein <laughs> okay Mark Norman Finkelstein hey alright Palestine hey how is everybody doing tonight? fatty hello fatty bombing <laughs> oh hello I'm Kevin Hart <laughs> uh, Israel I haven't seen a bomb like that since last Sunday yeah, I, I don't actually know. I've set it up, but I don't know how to take this. I don't know anywhere I could take this. It's sort of one or the other for me. I could maybe make Mark say, oh, you got a free Palestine. Free. You know, Jews like that. Any, hey, comedy. Any, any Puerto Ricans in the crowd? Any Puerto Ricans? Too many. Hey. No, that, my parents raised me to not allow one Puerto Rican to survive or thrive at all. My parents were at Old San Juan and Punta Cana. I understand Punta Cana is in the Dominican Republic, but they're the sort of the same ethnicity. Good place. They say Israel needs a home. I thought that was Park Slope. Comedy. I was out, and I, I, my girlfriend, she's a Zionist, and it's tough, but she gives me a lot of good Iron Dome. Hey, comedy. Like that. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I got too scrambled in my brain. Lady hey, Gaza. Your brain. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Gaza. Lady Gaza. <laughs> Lady Gaza. Oh, I'd love to poke her face. There's a big nose. It's poking mine. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's just sort of. I take her to the Gaza Strip Club. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> Queef, jizz, anal. 
<laughs> you cum guzzling Nazi. Uh, tragedy. <laughs> I made my girlfriend cry. She said she was not mad and she was fine. Fine, kind of close to mad. But I will not placate to these crocodile tears anymore. Release the hostages. Everyone at this show. Oy. I won't give them credence until the hostages are free. <laughs> Mike Finkel Racine. Mike, Fi- go. Hey, okay. Wait, Mike. Who- wait, so it's Norman Finkelstein who's also that Mike Racine. That is just Mike Racine. Yeah. Yeah. That's just Mike Racine's Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm autistic <laughs> and Jewish and I hate Israel. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like Deb was, you know, she's being a bitch and getting Starbucks. And if she wants a fucking stupid Zionist coffee, I mean, she can go have it. But, you know, mashallah, you know, me, hmm. I'm trying to do brown mirror no, like, next week. But Jews know. are annoying, right? Jews yeah. are annoying. <laughs> You know, like I, I have a kid, and Deb and I are thinking of getting another kid. Also, me getting another wife. You know, because polygamy is fine in Islam. <laughs> sort of a part of it. I'm Mike. Um, Racine, Finkel. peace I, be upon him. I'm Mike. Uh, you know, I, I did two fatwas back uh, back when that mattered on Conan, <laughs> and you know, for some reason it, just, it didn't. <laughs> I'm having trouble selling tickets in Gaza. And, uh, yeah, I, I just feel like a lot of people I rear jump me, and it's really pissing me off. But I'm just gonna take it out on um, this um, parking, uh, you know, sign and trash receptacle. I must get Wolfgang while we're doing a moving job because no, I'd love to know what's coming from. Yeah. He, okay. I was yeah, wondering why you had all this <laughs> had so much deep intel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe we should cut this out. Maybe he doesn't want that part out because uh, he is a family man. And um, we're seeing rocks. He's kind of the man. He's said one of the best things ever, which was like, it's like, you know, I just because we were talking about like he and I both like, uh, I mean, I guess most people that just have good taste, like just kind of want stand up to be 2008 again. Mm hmm. Uh, but he's just like, you know, I just like wish when I started this, somebody would have told me that, like, you know, this is for black people. like you. 2008 would have been like, Louis, like Galifianakis yeah. was still doing it. Oh, yeah. Louis, Louis was coming up. Patrice yeah. still alive. There was like no, there was like no turf war between like alt and club comedy. It was like I think it was brewing. I think yeah, the lines were being drawn. Yeah, it didn't have like as much internet activity exacerbated. Right, though. but it was also like Patton Oswalt kind of was like doing, you know, it was like I, was like I mean, even though he was like the quintessential alt comedian, he was still the like Comedy Central. I don't know, but that is, but the internet did like start all that beef because it's like it gave these people that wouldn't hang out in each other's spaces, you know, because it's like all people hang right. out like these theaters and stuff, and they're too scared to go to shows where black people are at. And you know the the comics would just hang out at the club, but now they have like direct contact with each other. They can just shit talk each other from wherever they're at. Yeah, and that era was like the beginning of like. Uh, so there was backlash to Dane Cook mm-hmm. brewing at that time. That was huge. And so Mencia. That, and Mencia. Yeah. So that was like, and then I guess Rogan had just started the podcast. Yeah, or was about to. I think like, uh, wasn't the precipitating event was, for him getting like, it. kicked out of the store for doing the confrontation with oh, really? Mencia. That's what I read yeah. somewhere, but. I don't know. There's it was, not. It was O and A peak O and A. I yeah. would say. Yeah, that was a good time. O and A when they were still doing like the walkover. Yeah, yeah. They would go yeah. to like the serious studio. And people would be like, "Look at that homeless guy." Yeah. And they would be like, "Whitest kids you know." Is and Kumi would be like, <laughs> <laughs> "If this were my America, I'd hang him from the rafters." Oh man, he uh, whitest kids you know. Yeah, it's like Derek what comedy. Does this guy know about technology. Derek Always comedy. said it. Yeah, whitest kids you know is my. The aughts favorite. was just a great time for comedy yeah. in general. Like college humor was really good at that time. Yeah, it wasn't like. Oh yeah, what, Jake kill? and Amir. Remember those guys? College. They were starting up. Yeah. yeah. What killed college humor is when they put out that music video that's like. I forget what it was, but it was like some pop punk song. And they go around the entire office. Oh, and, and I'm not, not sick, well, but I'm, I'm not well. well. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just like all these. They, it, it was just. It was so. A little bit too into themselves. Yeah. yeah. They were, How about Harvey Dangerfield? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sick, but I'm not well. All right. Okay. 
Maria flagpole city, okay? Hey, get no respect. <laughs> JP, if you <laughs> didn't live in Astoria, would you have come down? This? <laughs> <laughs> no, like yeah. this was the outer limit of the the distance I would have traveled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not another, not one more subway stop. Mm-hmm. And it, it was zero subway stops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> subway stop, I shan't. That's right. I'm doing Norm Finkelstein again. It's a little <laughs> bit slower. He talks like this. He's sort of um, a Chad Jordan Peterson, if you will. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's the man. He's sort of actually he's the Chad version of, you know, the trumpet guy that's like, I went to NYU to study oh, that film. Guy, yes, yes. What do you know about art? You don't know shit. He's like that guy, but a little bit more chiseled, a little bit mm-hmm. standing up straighter. Has more of a chin. Yeah, he has. They, they, he unfortunately didn't get the body of that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You also see Norman Bruce Spring- Both Sprinkles. Both of <laughs> <laughs> No, One, two, no. three. <laughs> let's get rid of God. Or let's get rid of Israel. So, what do you want to talk about, JP? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I'm here to fix you, boys. Yeah, yeah. This is JP's audit of yeah. the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, college humor. Yeah, that was a lot of those like early. It's funny. I'll check in on some of their YouTubes, and they'll still have like hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Like those first, the, like those first generation YouTube comedy things that were like massive at the time, and yeah, still when, when be, like a hundred thousand views was a ton of views. Yeah, yeah, but they still have a shitload. They all have like millions of subscribers. Yeah. And stuff. Like if you were if you were big in comedy at the same time as drinking out of cups, right? Yeah, like you were popping on YouTube. Dude, imagine the Numa Numa oh, song yeah. coming out today. That would no, get like, like two hundred views. Yeah, so you like go on YouTube and like you'd have like a like hundreds of thousands of views, and then there would also be a video of like two black guys reacting to your comedy. That is mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands. You'd be like, it, oh, within I've, twelve hours, mm-hmm. the entire I've, cycle would be complete. Yeah, you'd mm-hmm. be back to being done. You'd be doing yeah. Do I was thinking about like William Hung, like certain people would be better served by having their moment of infamy now. Right. Like William Hung would be the perfect example because like if he did what he did in like this season of American Idol or whatever, yeah, he would have a rough like twelve hours on Twitter and then he'd be done. But he milked that. He got he like made money from. I'm sure he made money. He got like, like he also had the entire country doing a racist impression <laughs> of him for like eight months. Hey man, <laughs> just kind of get that going. bag however you can. He made <laughs> yeah. like he made a full CD that like did really well. I think I bought it actually at the time. <laughs> Maybe I didn't buy it, but I, I definitely listened to it. Was at least this like once. a comic that went on American Idol? He was a singer. He went he went on American Idol and he was he tried to sing. It was like, like a classic guy who no one ever told him that he couldn't sing because his parents probably had like three jobs and so they're like yeah whatever yeah. go sing. So he was a girl. American yeah, Idol. He was, he was a boy. American Idol. Uh, did you? Are you you're familiar with it, right, Wolfgang? I'm familiar with the concept of American. Well, Idol. now and then they, <laughs> he was one of those like kill Tony, like all right, let's just have on someone who sucks so we can make fun. Oh, of he's that. their Beetlejuice. No, beca- no, yeah. Beetlejuice rules. That's Beetlejuice is like welcome opinion. into the inner yeah. inner yeah. circle. No, it's more so like uh, it was like, like a fun- s- no. He was like no William Hung. He was like when when the Howard Stern show would have like the small penis competition, oh, and that's a great. Oh, he was there. Tom Myers. Yeah, yeah, he's a Tom Myers. Yeah, that's that's a Tom Myers type guy, and like he couldn't sing, and he did <laughs> "She Bangs" by Ricky Martin, and it, be- it was like on every late night show. What you have a bang hit transplant? <laughs> yeah, nicely done. Thanks. Nicely done. Thank you. But yeah, he that's like. How we do it. But he like he got like TV. He got like. He did like live shows. I think he did. He went on like the American Idol tour and like mm. did well and stuff. So, 
That's the thing. If someone was just on TV. Oh, that's cool that they put him on the tour. That's good. Yeah. Right. People, people probably went ape shit for William Hung. He was probably the breakout star of that whole season. Yeah. It was like not a phenomenon, but it was like, because it was a huge show at the time. That'd be funny if he didn't get that his fame was like ironic and he legitimately thought he was the best singer. <laughs> and like he just yeah. developed a real huge ego. Right. Like he starts to be like, get out of this is Hung's green habit. room, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> this is Hung's green room. Oh, yeah. That really is like a Kill Tony type thing, though. That, that you see that now when I was like down in Austin there was guys where it's just like the ironic guys they oh people up. getting pumped up and not knowing they're like, they're like, like they're the butt of the joke you're, mo- you're, you're fucking retarded yeah. yeah yeah some like some open micer named like there's mi- like a Spanish named like Mr. Table who the, Tony just likes have on to like mock his race there's like a, a Spanish guy on from like Spain named like Dick or something like mm-hmm. R- Ricky or Richard and he's like fully like it's like hack 80s jokes but he just sounds like retarded because the ways people in Spain talk even when they're speaking their name of tongue is like infamously just with the lisp zesty lispy like oh what a th- i have a death for life yeah ibiza ibiza is a very funny thing from them to call a place in spain because everyone's what's up mm, nothing i was just saying your game oh take small that's rude no, I'm just that's a rude thing to say yeah, i'm sorry that's ruder than the small penis yeah, contest quite frankly thing, i still have the gun in the bag so <laughs> i love the small penis contest because howard is like no trigger discipline at all on no. the show oh no dude i'm not trigger yeah. please i was actually surprised when ian fucking pointed that thing on that clip they put out on the adam friedland show he will he did have his finger on the trigger guard that was a good catch by the way jp i mean it's a fake gun so i don't need trigger discipline but see if the safety's off too yeah safety's off mag's out yeah, I actually can't. They do that in like movies and TV sometimes, where a guy will like be holding a gun and have his finger on the trigger, and that does, that's one of those rare things that takes me out of it a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. Or if it's supposed to be like someone who like knows how to handle firearms or something. Yeah, but like twenty four always did it great. But they like, always had great humble. <laughs> you see the video of like the, the two girls who are in the back of the Uber, and they're like laughing, and one girl is just pointing her gun at the driver, like Jesus. at the back of his seat. They're both cracking up laughing. Yeah. Oh my like, God! Women have no idea what the hell is going on. <laughs> and she has her finger on the trigger the whole time. Dude, that it's is an actual, terrifying. Actual actual gun. Gun. Yeah, it's it makes sense gun. that sometimes like the directors get shot through a camera. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, free Alec Baldwin. One yeah. perfect shot. Uh, yeah, free Alec Baldwin. You're dead. Uh, yeah. I know you said the trigger discipline thing with the intent of hurting my feelings. I'm gonna let it slide. No, it was just it wasn't a value judgment. It was just a commentary. <laughs> no, it was just, it was just an, the thing is I am internalizing it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a good move. It's we'll work on your prop work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do all a this talk you won't even do his act outs and his maniscalco for us. I know it's a physical thing. I've heard tales. I've yeah, heard it's tales. exhausting. It's exhausting. It, yeah. it took really you, took a lot of energy out of the cardio. It makes you respect anymore. Sebastian. It did. It? You know what? I yeah. read his book. I like watch his specials and stuff. I was like, this guy works hard as shit. Yeah, I I, I he, like Sebastian. People shit on him. He but I performs think like, the hell out of his his material. That's for sure. Have you seen his MTV Awards show monologue? <laughs> that's the best. He comes out. <laughs> my God, my grandmother make frying zucchini in the bag. <laughs> there's like, there's <laughs> like seventeen year olds like we came here to see Billy Eilish. Who is this? They can't pay attention to anything for more than a tenth of a second, and they have no idea who he is. Just this forty something year old man. <laughs> my grandmother's is- in the bag with the groceries. <laughs> I haven't seen anyone perform like Lady Gaga since my rigatoni caught on fire. Remember when Phyllis came out? Whatever happened Everyone in the crowd is a child. Whatever happened to... And this lady's nails are like a claw machine. Why do all the kids have scoliosis now? They're sucking on their vapes like... (laughs) 
give yourself the, the, the a chance to never, breathe. The crowd never stops talking at any point. Right. He said. He's like, this reminds me of Frankie Valley. Now, he was a musician. Right. Boo. <laughs> and my favorite part about those, he has this on like extremely gay looking glittery suit as he's out there performing. It literally like is like uh, sparkles. Got to. Yeah. Got to shine. He seems like he could be gay, I think, Sebastian. <laughs> like, there's a... Ch- I don't know. I have no gossip or intel on this, but I, I could see him being gay. Every time I'm out with my wife and she's driving, <laughs> she slams on the brakes like... Oh, people are pulling up to see if we're Chinese. Such a bad driver. <laughs> That's what I had cooking in my head for five seconds before I decided to yeah, I was hoping you were going to do gay, Sebastian. <laughs> and you just gave it away for free? Yeah, yeah. I know, dude. This better be a Patreon episode. <laughs> 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 ever uh, think of something uh yeah who was who's been good at hosting award shows like who is there any like honestly well norm mcdonald i mean to host the sbs and yeah that's great <laughs> was not invited back because yeah. he was too funny killed yeah. his wife and a waiter yeah if you kill your wife and a waiter <laughs> he bring the, he brought out will ferrell as harry carey and the crowd just seemed confused yeah <laughs> i <laughs> Didn't they? Uh, who do they cut to? Who seems super upset about it? Uh, yeah. Rod Woodson oh or one God. of the Darren Woodson. Maybe. That was I awesome. Know. I don't even know who that is. It was, it was Rod Woodson because he was making the joke about him because he had won the Heisman as yeah. Gervais, Gervais actually is is great. Got to give him credit. He did he did a good job. Like, of, like the three Golden in Wars. a row, just yeah. all all all. Uh, the last one was great. And he's like, I'm done after this. I think he knew it was like. This is I, this I, has I, a I format a, is dead. Yeah, I think so. And he was like. You're all friends with Epstein. That was pretty funny. Shut up. I know he was your friend. Yeah, that was good. But he, um, fucking Chris Rock in like the 2000s, he hosted the Oscars a couple of times. Oh, I, yeah, I remember yeah, him yeah. like crushing it. I think he was like at the height of his powers then. But I, I remember that. I, I, I like Jon Stewart too. Yeah. He did what did that it, sound like? Chris Rock? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Chris Rock catch a strafe. Don't obfuscate, do Chris Rock. I don't do a good rock. What was nominated to that? I don't believe it. I don't do a good rock. You got soul, JP. A beautiful man nominated for best picture. I'm a funky ass white boy, but I don't do a good rock. What the hell is the departed? (laughs) Yeah, you have to just. uh, JP McDay, goaded with the sauce. That's right. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. He always repeats his. uh, I remember there was one. There was one award show. Was like the. It must have been the Oscars. Chris Rock was like, "Who the fuck is Jude Law?" And like, and then like Sean Penn took offense to that, and like Sean Penn came up to present an award later. He's like, "I just want to address the question of who Jude Law is. He's one of our finest actors." Oh my god! I just got real sensitive about it. Some of these actors are the most self-serious people in the entire world. Even Downey Jr. One time, uh, not one time during that tr- you know the Gervais, they have, uh, the they have trigger discipline. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you said trigger. Uh, but um, Danny Jr. <laughs> during the uh, uh, the Gervais thing, he's like, "Well, this has been a very sinister evening." Like trying to be like, Gervais was too mean, basically. And it's like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, the yeah. guy that did a black man <laughs> in Tropic Thunder, <laughs> like, like two years before that too. You think you would have the like, best sense of humor about that? I think actors just have no. He idea. He didn't just do a Tropic Thunder. He did a complete behind the series, like scenes mini documentary over it. I had a stroke there for a second. He but. did the he did the commentary. Yeah, too. he did the commentary. Yeah, he fucking. They he had, had a, like, he had a hell of a time <laughs> being a black he had guy. An Indian guy in a fucking bathtub pretending to be his son. He was like, "This is chakras, and this is how you learn chakras <laughs> with this chi." It's just like he might not have understood the satire. <laughs> he might have just been like, "It's very funny to play a black yeah. guy," 
but the movie's I, fucking awesome. Oh, it's the best. But I also think a lot of actors just there's no core there. There's like yeah. no true. I like a lot of the best actors are good at acting because they have no true personality. That's what they said about yeah. Peter Sellers. Like no one had ever really knew who he actually was, right? Because he was always just doing some character. I mean, I don't know how true that is. He seemed like an interesting enough guy in interviews and stuff like that. And he was a good writer. Yeah. I, I think I, the writers, usually, the actors who can also write are usually very interesting, I think. but like That's the, the whole Nicholson thing, too, right? He's yeah. like, I'm, I'm a successful actor because I'm a good fucking writer. Yeah. Oh, did he say that? Yeah. I like that. But like De Niro is a great example of like an, a fantastic actor who just seems to have no core or personality. Like he's a tough too. interview. Yeah, he's yeah. Not, a, not the greatest hang. No, no. He, yeah. He seems like a, he seems like an explicitly bad hang. Like he'll just kind of like sit there and just like look at you, which is awesome. But when, when I was on the scene, I had swag. I had so much of it. They gave me dementia. That's right. They hit me with the stupid. They hit me with the retard ray, and I. Now show up to Knicks games in my diaper and my sweatpants <laughs> eating fucking barbecue that I brought into the stadium. There's no barbecue. And Every time I'm set courtside at a Lakers game, I get a standing ovation just for leaving the house. That's right. I like the Lakers. I don't like the Knicks. I think I maybe just wanted to say that word in this voice. <laughs> That's probably it. Um, it was so funny. He looked so fucked up at that last Lakers game he went to. They would be like, they showed like this montage of like there's on the Lakers jumbotron they showed like a montage of like his greatest films and peak Jack you know sitting there courtside and all of his best movies and they cut to him and his hair is all crazy he looks like he can't even see well he's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's that's uh, that's me as fuck like that's every guy at their core that is what we are I mean I literally think Jack. they're hiding that he has dementia honestly I don't think they're hiding I think it's like it's not even an open secret I think he's gone on the record saying I'm retiring because when I did The Departed I could not remember my lines anymore that early yeah, like that's why that's his last movie. Is like that's oh wow, I didn't know that. I mean, he wasn't even supposed to say the n word in that movie. Yeah, he, <laughs> he seems just, like improvised. He, improv he seems like improvised his wardrobe in that movie. He's like wearing like leopard skin robes in it and stuff. Well, that movie made me think that the Knights of Columbus were a racist organization and not a Catholic one. So when I walked by a Knights of Columbus uh, church in Williamsburg, boy oh boy, was I surprised! I thought somebody was doing a bit on me. You thought I, it was like a clan adjacent type of thing? Yeah, I thought so. It kind of sounded like it, the way it was set <laughs> it up does. contextually. It's, in an, it's an intense name, the night imagery. Yeah. I definitely thought it was Columbus. like a I definitely thought yeah. it was like a Mason's kind of thing. Usually yeah. when there's yeah. like any sort of like medieval like imagery or like verbiage or anything like that. No, it's just fat Catholic men. Yeah. They're middle aged who <laughs> I saw hey, two yeah, of them. Yeah, we're the Knights of Columbus. <laughs> that sounds bad ace. I, I saw two of them like run into each other. One time, like one guy was in, we were like at a rest stop or something, and one guy was wearing a Knights of Columbus t shirt, and this other guy goes up to him and was like, Oh, hello, brother Knight. I guess that's how they're supposed to address oh each other. God. And the guy was like, What? Like he wasn't as into it as the other guy. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the extent of the fraternity. Yeah. That's funny. It's like there's uh, it's, a handful of guys who are really all about it. It's like E3 for Italian guys. Sure. Yeah. It's like comics where, like, <laughs> that's, the, that's the version of comics it's, you call. It's pronounced A. A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, three of them? Come on. No. E3. No, I e can understand oh. you dating one of them, but my daughter, three, three of them. <laughs> hey, what the fuck is E3? What's going on over here? Uh, the Italian oh, version no, of you e guys picked an impression I can't do. Oh. I have to do a supporting character now. Oh, this podcast is fucking unlistenable. Well, this, hey, don't be saying <laughs> Look, that. Look, I want to see the new Smash Brothers. I want to see Shigeru Miyamoto. I see, see, this is how you they get an idea. They go on a little fucking boardwalk. They do a little fucking impression. <laughs> see, I'm fucking sick and tired of you, man, not understanding how podcasts work just because you don't have one of your own, man. Come into the studio you know this is how you move tickets I on the road this shit. 
Yeah. No, you didn't, T. Oh, and I invented the podcast. I also feel like there's a very fruitful thing for Soprano Z3 over here. <laughs> My Uncle Tony, the guy I went to roast battle for. <laughs> <laughs> he dragged me to roast battle and I sold my You know we only gave you that second round out of charity. We wanted to see a third. When, why would I even do the check spot? <laughs> it's only because you're a made battler. Who That's is why this we for? Gave the, who is this? It's like Tony Soprano. Like when he sits down with that chef who has a bad personality, he's like, you're not good at roast jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're fine. You're okay. It's just not your strong suit. People we don't like the love. high chair stuff. <laughs> Meadow, you can't tell your dad I told you you should be able to headline in a year. He'll fucking kill me. <laughs> Look, I know you've only been doing comedy you for be the year, best. genius. <laughs> you'll be the best battler in Chicago. You can move there. It'll be fucking great for everybody. They got a fine sheen in Denver. <laughs> Denver. They got no one over there. Tony, I need you to take down all the podcast clips. I'm trying to get in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be an actor. <laughs> Chris, no one's going to look hey, at the clips. Hey, <laughs> You hear about this guy? He's problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I read about it in Vulture. Yeah, I think I heard that too. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is like curling like oh yeah that's the guy who got busted for saying the, uh, <laughs> I can't say the word that's in my head <laughs> so what you're saying you're saying that JP's actually an alt comic I'm gonna I can't wait to fucking kill him no this come guy, on this guy he's I thought he was my friend the, the, that war is long over here, here, is, here he is doing characters it's like, yeah it's like when the guy it's when, uh, who is it who gets busted for being gay Oh, uh, Vito. Vito, yeah. They saw, someone saw it's Vito sucking dick. Someone saw me doing improv. Yeah, improv, yeah. Time, yeah. Like, Fuck. <laughs> You're like, it's a yeah, joke. Yeah. <laughs> was he yes ending or was he leading the scene? I ain't never. Oh, I fucking knew it. I can't wait to go to him uh, and call wait, him. He was oh. Wait, he was doing short form improv? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even doing usually B? He, he was pouring imaginary water into an imaginary glass? Tone, it's fu- tone. It gets worse. He was doing the game where the hands were behind him, and they were pretending it was that he guy's was doing, hands. He was doing fucking zip zap zap. Are you telling me there's some sort of sexual misconduct? Oh, that, the that. that he trained. <laughs> was he doing the guest monologue? Cause I let that slide. <laughs> Everybody needs a monologue. My grandfather was a monologist. <laughs> Came to this country with nothing but a couple of witty observations. Next time I see him at the creek in the cave, I'm punching his lights out. <laughs> Uh, that's a mixed venue, Tone. They like improv over there sometimes. All I'm saying is he seems to be going out with all these girls <laughs> and they're writing blog posts about it two years later. <laughs> it seemed like they were happy when they were with him, but as through some sort of level of mental illness and two years of time and distance between the issue, all of the details have become fuzzy and a little bit more maniacal than they seemed in the moment. Huh. All right, I guess we got to whack him. Jessica, say that you didn't have a best time having sex with him. <laughs> Yeah, if you could uh, maybe like don't accuse him of anything that's a, a criminal or punishable offense and just sort of through your writing uh, apply, imply that he has some sort of small penis and that's <laughs> enough of for us. Yeah, we just want to embarrass him. You know, it's called show, don't tell. Not, I'm not trying to mansplain writing to you. I'm just <laughs> saying that that would probably be the most effective hit piece. <laughs> Big pussy about to get whacked by being canceled. Like <laughs> the Sopranos, if nothing else, is about 2015 New York City comedy. <laughs> Aaron Glazier. He was an innocent man. He was just a kid, Aaron Glazier. (laughs) I thought that was Black Hawk Down, to be honest. That's what I thought comedy was decent to. Because it's us and the civilians. Mm -hmm. I was about to say, I feel like the Knights of Columbus... We've lost all our credibility because the chopper of our status has crashed. I don't know. It has crashed. I I feel like the version of Brother Knight, the guy who says Brother Knight, is the guy who calls... uh, regular people civilians it absolutely is all that's like reddit adjacent it's like well guys who just like diagrams of that i'm gonna get a big like 
softball jacket with like instead of the Knights of Columbus mm-hmm. logo, it just says like <laughs> Pine Box part, Rock partial, Shop. <laughs> yeah, Pine Box Rock Shop. Listen, Christopher. TV credits that don't exist anymore. CISO. CISO you get a credits. CISO jacket. Yeah. What you gotta uh, do is you gotta get a Comedy Central half hour, and that's gonna change your career. Mm-hmm. You gotta get a Comedy Central half hour, Tony. That doesn't move the needle anymore. You need to go off on Instagram. That'd be a really cool, Tony. like lame thing. Like if comedians had varsity jackets and you oh, got yeah, little patches yeah. for all your little accomplishments. Well, Tony Hinchcliffe, just your credits around. Tony Hinchcliffe does have a license plate that says "I roast," so that's about that's pretty uh, much the same thing. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was at a bar with him and Tristan, and like all he was talking about was like, "I finally." He talks like a gay guy. He's like, "I finally got my dream house." <laughs> <laughs> but he is making so much he's money. He's making tons oh, yeah. of money. No, he, tons of money. That, that show is they, huge. They went on sale for like tickets in March and they've been sold out for like a calendar year. Well, they're they selling, close to selling out the garden. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I yeah. heard. I, Maybe, it, I mean, it's not, not till August, so they probably have enough time to move tickets. Some, someone will ask me to do it, and I'll be like, come on, do one minute on Kill Tony. That's beneath <laughs> right. me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Yes. Like, they don't uh, call me, and I don't have enough of a weird enough story. I've tried floating made up backstories to them, and yeah. they throw me on. I liked your tweet that was like about the Joe Coy writers thing, where it's like, oh, it's so fucked up. He sold all his writers, but I'll totally take the gig if he yeah. asked me to. Like, it should be me getting thrown under that yeah, bus. That yes. I, like, I liked what Dan Carney did. What, oh, yeah, yeah. He just did the like POV or the writer for Joe Coy. Yeah, reacting he's to good it. at those, yeah. at like being the guy on the other side of a controversy. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Joe, Joe Coy is just like, what? I'm only getting paid 300 grand for this. <laughs> you expect it to be good? Honestly. Just because I have unlimited resources to make it good? He might literally think that. Like, he might <laughs> literally be like, you know, because I'll be, how he probably sells so many. No, tickets. I could see it in his yeah, eyes. he sells like it crazy. A, He's the only Filipino. That was a comic. stock line he wrote for like if he felt like he was bombing, and I don't mm. think he wasn't bombing. I think it's just like these aren't his fans. He's been doing like theaters for so long. Yeah, he's been doing only your fans. Yeah, I don't even know if it was it's a stock. years and years. It's like uh, what these guys aren't sucking my dick immediately. Yeah, I also don't oh. think it was a stock line. I think he just said that to he that's like a bomb recovery. Because that's not a funny thing to say. Like, no, why would he think that would be a good he, line? I, th- I think he thought of it ahead of time. Because he didn't even deliver it with like spontaneity. It was just like, like a preloaded saver line where right, he's like yeah. re- reading the jokes before and he's like, oh, these are shit. Right. Better yeah. have something to say. My jokes yeah. are the ones you're laughing at. I a bomb line. Yeah. I didn't mean to say stock line. I meant bomb line. The funniest thing he did was he just kept coming out with a mic like everyone else. Like It doesn't mean him like stand out more that he didn't like have a lap. He wasn't laved up. He just like had like a, a stand up comic mic every time he went out there. Comics will do that though. They'll some like when people do SNL, they'll use the mic or they'll you know. What do you think about that? Is that like kind of a dumb thing to do? Where the mic is just like not hooked up to anything. Yeah, I think if I was in that position, I'd be so nervous yeah. that I would just want to make everything as similar right. to how it normally is sure. as possible, even if that means holding a mic that's not even doesn't even have batteries in it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I guess Louis did that too. I guess it was just cooler when Louis did it and not when Joe <laughs> Coy did it. It's cool when the comedians I like do it. Mm-hmm. Not else. That's about my philosophy on almost everything. <laughs> that's two people. That's Louis C.K. and J.P. McDade. For mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Two guys with initials. Those two are, are linked. You guys should go on tour together. <laughs> In all ways. <laughs> you guys should do the initial um, comedians of comedy. You, uh, C.W. Headley, mm. Louis C.K., uh, J.P. Smoove. J.P. Yeah. Smoove. Wow. What a, that's a great lineup right there. I would be honored. And then RFK Jr. Yeah. RFK Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought the rebranded JP? How are, how's everyone doing? <laughs> are you two together? <laughs> he just does like. Oh does fuck! Like I can't Brooklyn fucking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't fucking I follow te- RFK. I'm technically disabled, so if you're I, not laughing, it's you're canceled. Ableist of you to not be laughing at this. Yeah. 
He, uh, I, I, gotta... I went into the club and they asked me where my vaccine card was. What do you do for work? I said vaccine card. I didn't know this was a game. <laughs> I like that he just sounds near death every time yeah. he talks. It's funny he got big through podcasting. Because yeah. it's mm-hmm. like, that is the worst guy for an audio medium. <laughs> it's funny Twitter, like all the ads are so weird now. Like, like I get a lot of like right wing stuff. Like I got like, I, it's funny I got hit with, uh, went a trip to the debates and hang out with Ron DeSantis. I'm like... Who's entering this contest to hang out with Ron DeSantis? To soak up that High swag. Yeah. Yeah. Count me in. Hi. It's yes. nice to meet you. Oh, we'll have a fun time hanging out that. as friends. <laughs> there was some article in the New York about how Ron DeSantis, like, uh, he basically blew his chances of ever being president because he went over to Tucker Carlson's house and, like, was just such an ass. Like, his wife was freaked out. And it was really? like, he was just so, he was, like, weird to their dog. Just couldn't ma- couldn't modulate his voice or have a normal conversation. They're like, "Whoa, oh, let's get this guy out of here!" Wow. So Tucker was just like, "I'm not. I'm not no, it's yeah. not happening for him." Yeah, he does like remind me of the kid that got yelled at way too hard, like at the Pinewood Derby, because his dad <laughs> built the car. No, he yeah. seems like he's like, too much lead in it. <laughs> he just like he has like uh, you sanded it too much. It reduced its total weight. It didn't go fast enough down the ramp, Ron. Oh my God! You didn't even whittle it. You didn't <laughs> even whittle it into something more aerodynamic. I told you to put the WD-40 on the axle, didn't I? <sighs> yes, father. <laughs> yeah, he has like only child homeschooled kid grown-up syndrome. No, a yeah. bit. he has dad in his voice syndrome for sure. Yeah, he's never fully socialized. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. I mean, He never socialized correctly. He was always just trying to be president his whole life, like one of those kinds of guys. Yeah. Well, he's probably like just from a house of people who just have terrible fucking active listening skills, you know? He's conservative Buttigieg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Buttigieg was a little... I think what loses it for him, though, is the faces he makes when other people are talking. Yeah, he looks yes. like Homelander in that gif all the time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to busting like, just be normal, be normal. He looks like he normal, doesn't know normal. how to smile. Like, he yeah. looks like he doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. Uh, but Mayor Pete, he just comes off as like a Patrick Bateman sociopath, kind of. He's, he's at least better at talking. Like, he's a classic politician, like, hey, hey, and I care about you, and I know your concerns, and I'm right there with you, buddy. I was in the army. And Ron just doesn't know how to fucking talk Pete to Buttigieg did a He did a video message in that award show that I wrote for. He, like, did, oh, yeah? like, Megan Rapino was, like, being honored, and he did, like, a video message right before she received the award, and it was just one of his speeches that's, like, like, when we... When we walk the path of togetherness, our feet say the words of freedom. Like what? just one of his typical nonsense. <laughs> right, right, just no, like he, he fully salad. talks. He talks like a man. Like he talks the same way like an immigrant talks. Where it's like, oh, if you said that in the language it was written in, it would probably sound so. Eloquent. It's not a direct translation. It's funny in Farsi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know, as I always say, the early bird wins the race, and it's just like this. Is not <laughs> mm-hmm. What that means? Uh, me love America. Uh, number one, number one, baseball. A um, lot of money, good uh, economy up now to me, and uh, block list. <laughs> 4 a.m. Good. Uh, oh, and I got hit with a, another ad on Twitter. It was like it was another one of those. But it, when it was like win a win a trip to go f- uh, do falconry with RFK Jr. And I was like, I thought it was a bit. Like I thought it was like a, but it's not. There's there's actually a contest that 
We could all enter. Well, we'll all go out, and then Cheryl Hines will swoop down and land on your arm. <laughs> but if you are too loud, you'll spook her. <laughs> That's a contest to be hunted by RFK Jr. <laughs> the most Falcon, dangerous they, what they don't game. tell you is that his Falcon <laughs> kills you. So next to Little St. James Island, there's actually an island called Big St. James, and that's where we go to hunt full-grown people. It's just you and 20 other Joe Rogan fans, and you have to hunt each other to win <laughs> to win RFK Jr.'s approval. Unfortunately, all of the hormone replacement I do has ruined my cardio because my lungs have swollen to twice their normal size. True. He's pretty jacked, though. I do appreciate jacked, how jacked he is. Seen how winded he gets after a couple push-ups? Yeah. Well, he's also like 80. But he's got a, he's like 76 he's, or something. He's yeah. in his late 60s. But that's 70s. why I kind of think his, his he's... His tea has like crowded, crowded his lungs with I, pecs. I kind of think like Trump... His, his lungs are just like a big capital T now. Yeah. <laughs> Trump and RFK both had a similar thing. Like, ah, shit, I'm going to die soon. I got to run for president. Like, they're just like, well, I can't not run for president, even if they don't win. You know, and they just yeah. both saw a lane and they took it. Well, I just wanted to live a full life before the CIA killed me. <laughs> They would have killed him by now. Thank you for the pity laugh, Robbie. No, no, it was funny. Uh, I just, I just hate his voice, even in impression form. I think it's just so great. Well, that's how I feel like I know the impressions getting there is because you guys are both uncomfortable when I start talking. There's mm-hmm. a theory that the CIA found different stuff to do to people other than kill them yeah. after the C- after the JFK thing. <laughs> they ruined his voice because they're like, well, "This smart. is this is way too much trouble. We almost <laughs> got caught with this, so we better figure out next time Nixon fucks up, we'll just like." Right, yeah. fuck him up in a different way. They got in like a buzzer beater, but Baxter's like, guys, that was that was a close yeah. one. All right, uh, we can't let that happen. That was an ugly win, guys. That was an ugly win. Yeah, most of America does not believe the Warren Commission report, but like, let's just kind of let this one smooth over and figure out something else to do to our elected officials. Yeah. yeah. Why hey guys, look, Ronald Reagan, and everyone's like, yeah. all right, we're back. Ding. Yeah, <laughs> we could kill politicians, or we could tell them to wear high heels, and that nobody's going to know. Mm-hmm. And then we leak the story out that they're wearing high heels. <laughs> a fate worse than death. Truly, Reagan. It's like worse than wearing a toupee. High yeah, heels. lifts. Yeah, lifts. Or that's like a, just be short. That's what Ron did. Think about what it has taken for Tom Cruise to live it down. Like he's basically he's been caught wearing lifts, and he had to be so cool yeah. to overcome that. He's he like did, he had to be good at everything. He had to do flips and helicopters. He had to literally he's be like, good at every single thing. Yeah. Could, could a five foot two guy jump off a mountain? Yeah, yeah. yeah he basically did. Could that. a five foot two guy fit into a box? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Contort himself into weird angles and pretzel. <laughs> One time, I, I this is back in the day. I listened to Tom Cruise on the Nerdist podcast. Remember? Wow, wow, Nerdist. Uh, remember the Nerdist? Hey guys, Chris Hardwick here. Uh, and but. Tom Cruise was on, and they asked, and Jonah Rance was like, "What's your favorite movie?" And Tom Cruise was like, "I just love movies. I love movies." And he's like, "No, no, but like, what's your favorite movie?" How does he like, not run for office? I just love movies. Too powerful. Too powerful. He's yeah, got to make that money either. to pay off Scientology I mean, or something. My mom's like a five five like Indian woman, and um, when they were filming Days of Thunder, they she was a nurse at the hospital in Charlotte, and he came by to say like hi to all the kids and like the you know the ward where you know he was John Cena and the, sure like, yeah they weren't gonna make it. And she was like, I, I was taller than him. I stood yeah. next to him just to check. And he's like, I do not know how short he is. He might be like. That's awesome. I mean, but just weird. I think he just missed the cutoff because back in the golden like years of Hollywood or like towards the you know 20s into the 40s into the 60s, guys were just short as hell. Oh, yeah. Like Dustin Hoffman's like 5'4". Yeah. So like Actors James are Cagney, still short. I think he's like 5'5", five, five, something like that. They're all little guys. Actors are, in the frame. Chalamet is fucking tiny. I saw him in Williamsburg. He's fucking tiny. Yeah, yeah. he's a little bird. I mean, he's like he's the boy. it boy. Yeah, of Hollywood. All these guys are, are very short. A John's, lot of times because yeah. they pop. 
a short guy with a big head really pops on camera and people can like angle them very easily i love that because it gives me an excuse for not getting anywhere with acting ever. well weirdly in comedy tall guys make it it seems like will ferrell's super tall yeah. shane's very tall he's like shane's like six five he's pretty yeah he's maybe the tallest comic who's yeah. like successful yeah well gary goldman gary goldman's yeah. around my what about right, sam yeah. morrell sam's like six two but really? Six two, six three. I feel like he's taller. Yeah, than Yeah, I'm like a, about as tall well, as like a shooting guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty. Did high. you give him a speech impediment? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> see, here's a warning joke. I'm uh, we realized that uh, following his speech patterns and the way he talks, we can tell that he had a speech impediment as a kid and worked really hard to get yeah. out of it. But still, interesting. I'm like uh, just as tall as R.J. Bellet. I love OJ Bellet. Sometimes I wonder what he would act like if we did this in front of him, and I feel like he would just remind us that he's doing Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the theater of Madison Square. Guess who? Guess who was there? Which else we will? Do you watch videos of Dana Wayne on TikTok? Uh, who? Dana Wayne, you know the little puppet that says, "Oh, who's that wonderful Are girl?" Are you Cat Williams again? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm actually doing a different guy. <laughs> I love that all of your impressions just fall back into Cat. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I was, uh, man, I've been touring the country, and I had to get off the battle bus to stop and do a gig in Oklahoma. And um, I was uh, texting with this girl, and uh, yeah, she uh, asked me if I could get tickets to the show, and I told her to check my website. And she said, "What's a website?" And What's I realized, website? oh no, this is an underage girl I'm talking to. Now you made him Dalia. <laughs> <laughs> what is this bit, Wolfgang? I tried to help. Yeah. No, there's no helping me. I just have to hang myself with the rope I've given my own self. <laughs> All right. Well, we're at an hour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, no, that was a good one. Maybe we should work for the CIA. Just do this at one time. Dementia yeah. has set in. Yeah. yeah. This, this podcast is, <laughs> is part of the MK Ultra program. Yeah, yeah. Actually. Their brains are worse than mine, and I have stage eight dementia. Yeah, this uh, might this might be the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. It was fun. Yeah. What do you think, fun. Scott? What do uh, you think, guest? Just Patreon approves. <laughs> just <laughs> Patreon McDade. <laughs> just Patreon. JP was like, he's taking me on the road yeah, a lot. Yeah. JP, well, he's a good friend. Of, uh, taking you on the road, I just want to ask you, <laughs> what about the Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> what about the Patreon? But the, but the Patreon. <laughs> hey, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the Patreon. Uh, and the what, what was that guy? Nah, Mark Norman Finkelstein. <laughs> Yeah, I want Sam Morrill. Uh, comedy, comedy. <laughs> Two state solution. Uh, the state. Uh, all hey. right, folks. Hey, solution. Here come guzzling Nazi. Hey, all right, fatty. Hey, fatty. I was brought up by two cruise ship comedians, and I was taught <laughs> from a young age to never shit on the headliners that let you open to them. <laughs> it I is w- wrong. The first place I ever saw stand up was on a cruise ship, and like one of the Rocks. first comedies comedians I ever Sick. saw was this guy who called himself the cowboy comedian. Beast. I hope he's still out there. He he would come out there, and at the, at the beginning of his set, he would like ask any veterans to stand up so we could applaud for them. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Thank you for that. their service. You rocked. Sorry, uh, real quick. I just remember like and he called the Air Force gay. <laughs> I was looking at like the San Francisco comedy Facebook, and one of the guys was like, "I'm just working on my goals real quick this year. I just really want to break into the cruise ship comedian circuit." And it's like <laughs> it's just so. These are the goals of like small. They have like these weird. Uh, we had a, yeah. This is my avenue in. You know. We had a black guy in a cowboy hat who's called Grave Digger. And I don't remember any of his material, but he. I can think of some jokes. So cool. Sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, he was cool. I can think of some fun jokes. <laughs> I also had a guy named Him Too Silly. That was fun too. Hell yeah! It's fun to have a cowboy hat, and your and your stage name has nothing to do with the fact that you have a cowboy hat. Yeah, I mean, my favorite thing is like though, like the the 
crazy like white people clearly like suffering from like PTSD from participating in the Gulf War. Mm-hmm. Like we had a guy. Like oh that. yeah, and now doing mics. Mics, yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a guy like that named like Callahan. It was like cool. He's super sweet guy. Smokes a lot of weed to chill himself out. But like mm-hmm. clearly he's like seen some stuff. Like one time we were just at a mic and we like looked out the window like in the parking lot. He was just doing like going around like with a gun, just like ducking, oh, dive rolls around the car. And just um, keeping the skills sharp. That's all. You never know when the uh, yeah. when Saddam's gonna come back. <laughs> but I hope he comes back. He, he used to have this bit where he uh, return. He'd take a balloon animal out of. He would be like, he'd take balloon animals out and like do balloons for people. And then at the end, he would like point to a lady and be like, "Do you want to see my penis?" And they'd be like, "No." no. And then he would just take the longest like balloon out of his pants mm. from the zipper. Okay. But one time we were um, at this clean mic where if you did anything dirty, they would just like shut the lights off on you and the mic. So he started doing it, and like every time they turned it back on, he would just still have more balloon. Mm-hmm. So it just turned into this like strobe light effect. Funnier. They turned it into yeah, like a John Wick like, yeah. style thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's holding the dildo like. This. <laughs> yeah, He's angling it. I'm thinking I'm back. There was this guy. The second open mic I ever did at this place on the Lower East Side. It, it attracted a lot of like, um, like Coney Island circus freak style mm-hmm. acts yeah and there was this one guy like fire breathers and stuff yeah and just other weirdos and uh there's freak show people. one guy who was um clearly strung out on something and uh he starts his set by hammering a nail into his nose oh, like doing that thing God. Like pulling it out with I've the claw of the hammer yeah then he gets off the box that was the stage he comes down i'm sitting like in a booth mm-hmm. i have people on either side so i can't get out and uh <laughs> he comes like near our table takes off all his clothes just gets completely naked i'm like staring into the corner just like disassociating like yeah try not to know what's going on and uh he'd like that first trick he called the human blockhead and he's like this one is (laughs) called the human cockhead Uh and he takes the nail and he like taps it into his no no like wait uh, how is he allowed to do this in front of this would kill it skank fest there might it was uh it was a different time you know it was before cancel culture (laughs) The guy gets canceled. Oh, brother, don't get me started on that. He handled the hammer. A guy can't take out his penis and put a nail in it anymore. (laughs) A guy can't take his fake gun into the comedy club and point it at people and say, (laughs) laugh. (laughs) But the grand finale of that guy's set was uh, he handed the hammer to a girl who was like sitting like next to me and she used the claw to remove the nail. Wow. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, fuck. And I kept doing comedy after that. Well, that's folks, and that's the kind of comedy that we want to get back to, yeah. if you remember the beginning of the show. When it was I mean, pure. It's 2007, when people just put nails in their dicks, and uh, Cat Williams was on Comedy Central. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to do a Patreon. Uh, yeah. And uh, JP, do you have anything to plug, by the way? Um, I got a special that's going to be coming out somewhere yeah. uh sometime this spring yeah keep an eye on that follow uh, subscribe to my youtube channel yeah. jp mcdade comedy do you have like a patreon or podcast or anything you want to plug to no okay maybe soon any instagram date? mcdade baby do you have any dates coming up no okay what do you as agent <laughs> what's going on <laughs> well, jp i'm just saying you know we got the gun now I'm thinking, you know, once we introduce the gun into the negotiations, we're going to start seeing a lot more money, maybe some residuals from your writing, you know. Yeah, the, the gun is the unofficial up. third mic on the podcast, yeah. by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. And please keep uh, keep it on. And uh, talk to you soon. Bye.